2: Good game, Nice Try! Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Good Game, Nice Try. That's an opening. That? That's a podcast opening. Uh, my name is Blay, and I'm here, as always, with my uh, lovely and talented and also quite deadly... Co-host Sonia Reed, yeah, deadly. Oh, you could take somebody down,
1: right? Do you think so? Well, I'm already. I'm. I'm only. I'm like five foot three. I don't know how far I'm going to take them down.
2: Well, I'm just if you. You know, if you were like an assassin, what's your weapon of choice? What's your your thing of choice Ooh. to go?
1: Well, I I am very low to the ground, so I I feel like I've already got that advantage.
2: Um, And you like to nap. You like to nap. So you're usually laying down. You're usually lying prone. I'm
1: usually even further to the ground. (laughs) I am kind of like a sneak up behind him and get him kind of a person. So I'm I'm discovering also through cyberpunk that I am that. So that's it. Sneaky.
2: I'm more of like, um, because I'm a big, tall, uh, some would say quite muscular man, and so I like the two hammers. Okay. You know, like where, like Assassin's Creed Valhalla, like a Viking. I just take two Thor hammers and just bam, just pop them right in the sides of the head and watch your head explode like a grape. You know, it's like pow, and then it's like a giant, just blood and brains and viscera just covering me as I just go smashing people with hammers. Um... So you know. Yeah. Anyway, what I really anyway,
1: enjoy about this is that yeah. this conversation so far is so full of Christmas spirit.
2: That's right. It's the, the holidays. holidays, everybody. Yeah. Happy holidays! Hammer boom. <laughs> uh, happy holidays! Uh, yeah, you know it's it's weird being in LA because there's no snow outside. It's just smog. We just have smog and like ash, basically ash snowflakes. That's our snow. That's just our snow. Pollution. That's right. It's pollution. But I will say one thing around the holidays I always do enjoy and I think doesn't get enough credit in the video game world is when games like it'll be Christmas or it'll be Halloween or it'll be whatever, they will for that day change their skin. So it's yeah. like, oh, it's a Christmas skin or it's, you know, it's a, a Halloween skin or Valentine's Day. And then I remember I'm alone and I just start weeping. But I think games don't get enough credit for doing that. Do you know what I'm saying? When you think of holiday games, what comes to mind? Is there any are there any holiday themed games that you
1: Oh, I mean the first thing that comes to my mind is Club Penguin.
2: What course. is Club Penguin? What? Aside from a place I want to go to immediately.
1: <laughs> it is kind of it's this nostalgic sort of kids online game, but like they really listen, they hit hard in the holidays. They roll deep in winter. So they've definitely got it down. But that's the that's the first thing I think of. But Honestly, I think somebody who's done it really right.
2: I think Animal Crossing
1: has kind of nailed it. Uh, you know, they have so many holiday theme stuff and it's I think it's what we need right now
2: nailed it how? Like give me an example as a person who is not super big into Animal Crossing. I
1: know you love Animal Crossing and you're very familiar with the holiday update Um, so I don't need to refresh you but for our listeners, yeah, yeah, they have added, you know, obviously it's snowing which as a Canadian it's nice to experience at least a little bit of that um, (laughs) from LA (laughs) but yeah, they have you know, they've added a whole bunch of uh, like new items and everything and it's, it's nice to have that little slice of the Holidays, right? A little
2: slice
1: of the old fruitcake, little holiday we'll digital fruitcake. Fruit we'll leave the digital fruitcake, but oh, yeah. a little
2: sip of the old digital eggnog. There we holiday go. Holiday eggnog. Yeah, right.
1: I'm more on that track. Are you a nogger? I'd say so. I'll roll deep. You go, in you
2: there. go enogs? eggnogs okay. all day. I'll
1: roll with the eggnog. Uh, not a fruitcake lady. I will. Stand firmly on that,
2: but I think I'm a cake boy. I'm a I'm a fruit cake. Fruit boy. cake? Yeah, fruit cake. I'll do it. Everybody hates fruit cake, but you know what? Give it a chance. Give it a chance. It's spicy. It's got weird chewy stuff in it. Sometimes it's crunchy. You're not selling it. You're really
1: you're not selling, not
2: selling it. It's like you just you put like a piece of crumbly, chewy, and kind of crunchy cake in your mouth. You know? No. 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 I don't. I don't. Oh, I'm know. sorry. Oh, eggnog is so delicious. It's like sweet gravy. You might as well drink gravy that's sweet.
1: This is coming from the person who's trying to market alcoholic gravy, so That's right.
2: Hard gravy is my invention, and no one listening to this, no one can steal this idea. It's hard gravy, all right?
1: I don't I think I think you're fine with anyone stealing it, don't worry.
2: No, I don't want anyone out there stealing this idea. There's two flavors. There's dark beef whiskey gravy and then there's like the light Chicken vodka gravy. You could put it on your meal and get drunk. You can drink it right out of the can. I'm telling you, hard gravy. (sighs) Don't steal it. You know what? I'm going to go get hardgravy.com right now so one can take it. I'm going to sign up for this LLC immediately. What game would you like to see have a holiday update? Like Mm. for one day, it would be, you know, in the game Christmas, let's say.
1: I mean, the first thing I thought of was Doom. Um, <laughs>
2: <laughs> Doom, Doom Eternal.
1: <laughs> That's the first thing that came to my mind, wow. and I would love—I would love to have like a Doom holiday version.
2: And what would that be? Would that be like Doom Guy, like we're Santa and just like oh, just destroying like elves? Like the demons are all elves. You're you're writing the DLC as we speak. <laughs> we're writing it together. I'll give I'll give you twenty percent. Thanks.
1: That's all I, I ask. Dig Doom. What about
2: you? Oh. <laughs> What about Surgeon Simulator? <laughs> A Christmas version of Surgeon Simulator. Okay. You know, you're cutting open elves. Are you <laughs> are you out. like
1: removing ornaments from internal yeah. organs
2: or like what's the- you, you, you cut open an elf and you just pull out different wrapped gifts? <laughs> <laughs> it's so insane. It's so insane. I but it. I love it. But I'm heavily into it. It could
1: be an underappreciated uh, holiday DLC, you know?
2: That's <laughs> awful. But you know what? This has been enough free association madness. (laughs) I would love our fans to let us know what they think would be the best holiday DLC, Mm. you know, be it Surgeon Simulator, be it Mario Kart, perhaps Resident Evil 7. (laughs) I'd love to see it holiday dlc tweet at us with hashtag ggnt and tell us what you think should be the best holiday dlc and you know you get a free prize if we uh, if we read your a comment yeah. on the air
1: and you don't have to dig it out of an elf
2: that's right we will not send you a gift you have to dig out of an elf that's Perfect. true we'll do that for you and then just send you the gift oh uh, look we have an amazing guest today he's one of my favorite people Of all time, I've known him for many, many years. We went on tour with Conan uh, on the stand-up tour back in 2018. He's a hilarious comedian, writer, actor. He does it all. He's the voice of Cooper in the Trolls movies, which is amazing. He's got one of my favorite voices of all time, which you could hear, of course, on his podcast, Getting Better with Ron Funches.
1: I mean, you can go and hang out with him on Twitch. He does live comedy shows gameplay uh, check him out at twitch.tv slash ron underscore funches so i don't want to wait anymore let's go without further ado the lovely ron funches
3: ron funches everyone hey ron how's it going i'm doing well how are you doing
2: really good really good thank you for being here this is very exciting you're uh personally one of my favorite people um on the planet, uh, besides
3: Sonia, of course, I think she has to take number one legally.
1: I can give it up for today. That's, I'm fine with that.
3: Wow, I didn't, I wouldn't even have put numbers on it. Now all our feelings are hurt. <laughs>
2: oh, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs>
3: I was just going to talk about how I just one of my favorite things when I used to you know go outside was that I would love walking around the Warner Brothers lot, going to the gym, and we run into each other almost every time and just talk about whatever games we were playing. I know, I
2: know, it's awesome, and I love. I will say you uh, again, one of my favorite people, not just because of your positivity, but I feel like you play a good spectrum, a wide spectrum of games.
3: Yeah, no, I just like games. Yeah, exactly. What are you playing right now? Uh, I mean, let's see. I was just playing Call of Duty before we we started this. Yeah. Playing some Warzone on Twitch. I've been trying to get my Twitch game started and and strong going. I'm at affiliate, working my way up yeah, the ladder, there we go. trying to there get we the go. partner. Just That's just right. out there hustling, hanging out, <laughs> building a community. Uh, so Twitch, what
2: is it? Twitch.tv... Slash Ron underscore funches. Am That's I, it. There we Please go. come follow, follow me. Yes. Come play games
3: with me. We play Warzone. We play Fall Guys. Whatever I'm into. We do, you know, the retro weekends. And we'll be doing a comedy nights Friday night. We just watch some comedy and make fun of people, make I fun of that. my peers, which I very <laughs> much enjoy. <laughs>
2: it's a good Friday night. And you're giving away tickets. You do that. you give away some tickets on there and stuff.
3: Yeah, just when giveaways. We have fun. We hang out. It's just it's you know, since there's been no way to to get on the road and hang out with people just find it find other ways
2: you're bringing the comedy to them man that's exactly what it is love
1: that and you've been really busy on twitch too like not even i first of all i love even when you're playing call of duty you're still such a positive person in the sense that (laughs) you've got murder in the title but Mm -hmm. it's still chill vibes vibes and murder yeah Yeah. love it but you've also been doing like Live affirmations and everything on Twitch, you're really, you know, got a broad range of stuff that you're doing on Twitch. That's that's awesome. Yeah, a
3: lot Keep of people busy. were telling me to get involved with it. And I never, you know, I didn't have much time, nor did I know much about it. I thought it was just like just video games and things like that. And I didn't yeah. realize that it's, you know, a very wonderful tool as like direct to consumer advertising or just, you know, just talking to people who want to support you and enjoy you. And I was like, oh, I don't have to just do video games. I have my podcast I love, and we're recording the affirmations on the weekend anyway. I can just put a camera up and and get people watching that and, and to me it just was a no-brainer and i've really i think and a lot of things in hollywood seems so like like moving goalposts and yeah. mysterious and you don't know what you need to do in order to receive the thing you want and I the thing i've really enjoyed about twitch is that it's kind of been the exact opposite there's like here's the numbers you need to hit this yeah. is what you need to do for this this is what you need to do for that and um there was some part of me that just really found that refreshing and and i just been leaning into it and I, I like doing it. So, thank you for saying that.
2: What has your experience been w- with people? What surprised you as you started live streaming, you know, versus um, like what you thought about it versus what it actually is?
3: Well, OK, well, when I thought about it, it was just mostly like the things I've watched, which was a right. lot of like kids and, and, and very early 20 year olds. And they were very loud and <laughs> yes. and, and yes. yelling a lot about how you weren't good and how uh, you were noob and, and how you needed to get better. <laughs> they and still do that. How, yeah, how they I still act. do that. How I act on Twitch, basically. <laughs> yeah. does that
1: all the time. <laughs> yeah. The
3: time. No. And so I was like, oh, this isn't for me. But then I, you know, I just was. Surprised about how many like dudes in their mid thirties and, and people and women that were just like, oh, I'm just at work and I like you. So I'll just come by and we'll yeah, hang out and cool. we'll chat. And it's like uh, I think then it, it kind of similar to comedy where I, if, yeah. I got like the beginning of my comedy was kind of like me doing an answer to not seeing the type of comedy that I wanted to see and the type I I, I enjoyed uh, in my Twitch is kind of the same thing. I'm like, oh, like I'm not the best gamer i'm not very aggressive about gaming i so like but what i love and what i always enjoyed was like hanging out in the basement with my friends just talking about snacks and talking about video games and talking about wrestling yeah chatting about chips yeah oh we do that all the time i love chip chat we were just talking about. We, I was like, you know what? I want an orange chicken burrito. I uh, want a burrito oh, yeah. made with orange chicken Chinese food. And then, they, and then the chat was like, hey, that exists. Uh, and then we start. People started sending pictures back and forth with uh, them yeah. making things yeah. and eating things. It was great. Mm, I, love I love it. If I, I,
2: and I'll say too, like you know, we we went on tour with Conan, uh, the Conan and Friends tour, and so I got to see you. I had the pleasure of seeing you perform quite a bit. And one thing I, I think I've always I've really uh, uh, respected about you, and one thing I, you, I think you do extremely well, which is such a, a really difficult trick to do, and you do it effortlessly, is you make the room your own.
3: I saw a gentleman on a bus with a tattoo on his neck that just read Linda. <laughs> That guy hates
0: Linda.
3: (laughs) Or, (laughs) he has to remind himself
2: When you take the stage, you have this ability to bring everyone, make these huge halls feel like a living room and feel like that basement where everybody's hanging out. And so I think that that's, again, why, if you're listening and you don't follow Ron on Twitch, follow him because, again, it's such a great, I don't know, you just have this, it's some, you cast this spell (laughs) and it's
3: so cool. Thank you. That's a beautiful compliment. And, you know, it, I'm still it's working a on thing it. It's beautiful to watch. Yeah. it's, it's still beautiful. working on it, but I love, I mean, it's something I learned pretty quickly was that I can't really um, match other people's energy levels or try to like hop on what they do. I just have to draw people into what I do and either they get on board or they don't. I do have a question
2: though. Now here's the thing. I, whenever I play Call of Duty, I'm so bad. I end up rage quitting. Do you rage quit? What is it like? Do you just put the controller down? How does it work? Do you get really not angry? in
3: Call of Duty? I don't. And also, uh, um, I think one of the greatest things they've added to the Call of Duty recently is that when you die, you know, they, they feed your microphone into your the person that killed you. And so they can hear you oh. cursing <laughs> or screaming. <laughs> oh, no. And so I have learned to just stay silent wow. and not like I don't, don't want to give it. them anything. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I'm not going to give you anything. Love now, it. Fall Guys. Fall guys. Oh, I, fall guys. I will rage out and curse <laughs> up a storm. I just start cursing out those little guys all the time. They can't but, hear it. Yeah, <laughs> but I don't throw anything or do anything of that nature. I just, uh. do, you know, I just be like, that's bullshit. Over and over and over. <laughs> yeah. But that's it's more at fall guys than it is at Call of Duty.
2: Fall guys, man. That game gets under my skin like nothing else. Sonny, you've been playing a lot of fall guys. It's so simple.
1: Because it's so <laughs> It's so easy. It's streamlined. You know what you got to do and you yeah. you know.
3: Yeah. It just doesn't work out you that up way. every time. <laughs> yeah. 39 to 40 time. every time is
2: me or whatever. Mm. You know? You've got
3: That's, some crowns though. You got some I wins got some in. I got some crowns. I got those. yeah, six championships. You Ooh. can call me yeah, hey. a dynasty if you like. God, <laughs> <laughs> you said it.
2: <laughs> I get really superstitious about my fall guys outfit. If I'm losing, I switch up the look, you know? Uh, I do think you go that's with a consistent No, look? yeah. What's your jam?
3: Yeah, um, I mean right now I'm really into superhero cape and the and that one and you think he has a little F on his chest, so that makes <laughs> yeah. me feel good cuz that's for Funches. Yeah. And then um, also, but if I'm just getting down and dirty, I just like to wear he- the headband and, and some shorts because I feel like the the heavier costumes throw your balance off. It's very aerodynamic.
1: It's an aerodynamic right? approach. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I like that. It's good. You oh know, sometimes God. you just got to go no go no skin. You know, mm-hmm.
3: no skin. You there go, you go in
1: there, and then you know, if all
3: else fails, they're like oh, you're, this naked guy's just, at the, they're you're naked. You're naked at the end of the day, you're right? The it's a day. win for everyone.
2: Exactly. What was your first experience in video games? How did you first... What was your first taste of the the magic, of the good life, the sweet video (laughs) games?
3: Um, I mean, I don't remember really a time without video games. Um, I think it's just because of the era that I grew up in. Yeah. Um, Even when I was very young, I remember going to, like, my aunts and uncles' houses, and they had, like, the the little paddle ColecoVision stuff going on. And playing... And things of that nature. You know, my first system was the NES. I think when I was like five or six years old seven maybe and uh you know i just fell in love with that just playing super mario and 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 one through three three still being one of probably my favorite game of all time super mario world is is climbing it because me and my wife we played that before we got married that was one of the prerequisites of our marriage (laughs) that we had to make sure that we could get through super mario world together that's a great test Yeah, and then uh, we have to beat Super Mario World Two, Yoshi's Island, in order to have a child because that that <laughs> you only makes sense. And that's I'm very happy to have a format where I could tell that joke and not explain it, and people would get it.
2: Yes, exactly. That's good. <laughs> it's a safe place here. Do you do you guys trade off lives? What's the What's the partnership? No,
3: I'm Mario. She's Luigi.
1: I love it. Aww. I
2: love it. That's how it goes.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, and I was gonna say the the marriage is new. That mm-hmm. just happened. A you know during ago. everything going on yeah. congrats yeah.
3: thank you so much yeah we i mean and a lot of it was helpful through through actual video games cuz um my wife's a very beautiful woman and, and 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 traditionally beautiful as well and so in a way that was off putting to me when i first <laughs> met her i didn't trust it i yeah. the, like why would you want to hang out with me i'm a big nerd i just want to you're speaking my language 100% <laughs> I got gray no. hair, you know, yeah, it's like, yeah, yeah. What, what do I have to offer? Exactly. Yeah, it's like, oh, okay, who do you want me to introduce you to? It, it, it's more how <laughs> I was looking at it. And, and, and she had misconceptions about me, because she had gone on a couple of dates with comedians, and they were very, like, egotistical and very much like, you know, had like, oh, me and this entourage. And she was like, who's your entourage? And I was like, you mean... My son and Gabe, like that—that's <laughs> that, that, that's who I hang out with. I'm rolling and, deep, yeah. <laughs> so we had a few misconceptions about each other, which which led to us not dating for a little bit. And when we tr- tried it again, one of our very first dates, um, we watched sitcoms together she showed each other our favorite sitcoms hers being golden girls my me and i love lucy and then she showed me an episode of golden girls where they watch an episode of i love lucy
0: you know i'm still a little confused now who exactly is ricky (laughs) (laughs) lucy's husband i thought desi was lucy's husband not on the show
3: got real meta yeah i was like
0: that's I think awesome. I like wow. this lady.
3: And then another date that really sealed the deal. She just came over and we played Super Mario 3 and she oh, knew where all the whistles man. were. And I was <gasps> like, "What? what's going on here? You know where all the whistles are. So maybe we are. Wow. Maybe we are meant to be together. Maybe that was, so. Maybe oh. so. That's
2: so cute. Oh, my God. I mm-hmm. love it. Oh, that's hard I'd l- wow, so Super Mario 3, not just an amazing, not just your favorite game because it's amazing, but also it has a deep meaning to you personally in your life. That's awesome. I-, I will say, like, it's interesting. I think, you know, people who I date have to be in some way versed in video games just because it's something I love. It's like any other interest. You know, you can get over, oh, our music doesn't quite match up. And it I could get over, oh, you like this game. I like this game, But somebody who doesn't like video games at all, I just don't think that would ever really work. Like one of the things I used to do is when I lived in New York and I would go on dates, there was this bar called Motor City Bar, and they had a tabletop Miss Pac-Man. And I would always go there and at some points and be like, "Oh, let's find Pac-Man or whatever and if and that would be like a weird. A gauge about like how they would react to it, like oh I'm down or but I'm not very good or you know whatever. And it's like hey, as long as you're down to play, you know this is gonna work. But if they like sneered at it, I knew that was like a a, a death knell for the. I uh, love
1: how uh, I love how both of you have video games as kind of like a benchmark for something. We're like we gotta be we gotta be you know. Mario, or else we're not getting married. I gotta I gotta <laughs> I take that. you to, to Miss Pac-Man or else I don't know if it's gonna work. I right. love how it is a it's, true yeah. litmus test. Yeah, we'll things. find out if
3: you're a good person later. But <laughs> yeah, first that's, of all, right. yeah. put we that gotta aside. handle the priority. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's right. Exactly. Yeah, you could be a murderer, but if you're into video games, maybe we can get over that.
1: You, you like Miss Pac-Man? I'm in it. Yeah, a minute. We'll we'll think I of that used later. I've my
3: Miss Pac-Man skills on dates several times. I have that is actually has been helpful on dates because I'm pretty good at it. And 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 my yeah, my wife even cause she was like, oh, you're pretty good at Miss Pac-Man. <laughs> See, yeah, And also, Miss Pac-Man is really different because you get to learn how people like. Are they courageous? Do they believe in the risk-reward strategy? <laughs> right. Are they just trying to get all the cookies and then just get out of there? You're right. Do they go if for the fruit? You?
2: What's the deal? Yeah. yeah. Do
3: they not try to eat the ghosts? Yeah. If you don't, if you don't try to eat the ghosts, I can't mess with you because you're a coward. <laughs> that's
2: I always start, I always go lower left corner. I go lower left and then try to go right. I try to clear it. I've noticed that I try to clear it like counterclockwise is how I
3: do. Do you have a strategy or no? No, I'm very similar to that. You know, and also just try, you know, just eat the dots that are away from the power pellets first. Yes. And then, you know. Save the power pellets. Yeah, you know. It's a a simple, but it's hard to do. Mm
2: It is is hard to do. And it's scary, man. You could We could talk about Resident Evil 7 all day, but I don't know that I've been more afraid at certain times Mm -hmm. playing a game than Miss Pac-Man. When they're closing in, you're just like... And just sneak yeah. by, you know. It's You're like, closing
1: in. You get tricky going. You know how it kind of continues if you go off the side and you, oh, you yeah. kind of come on the other side. Oh, you get, yeah. you know, strategies. Oh, yeah. yeah, I you want know, a Miss Pac-Man
3: machine. That'll be one purchase I would really like. I think I'm going to get one of the arcade one-up ones, but oh, I want to get ooh. like a real, real one as well. One yeah. day, one day. I've always said
2: like, no, you know, the the day I sell my first TV show, I'm buying a Miss Pac-Man cocktail table. Like the real thing, yes. you know, like. That's the thing. Sonny, if you yeah. could get if you could get yeah. any kind of arcade cabinet, do you have any in mind that you would want?
1: Do you remember like old Burger King, how they would have like the the setups where they had different mm-hmm. games and they had the the controller that kind of came mm-hmm. out? I oh, want that sure. whole thing. I want the whole thing. Whole thing. <laughs> I want to feel like I'm still in a Burger King ball pit or something.
3: Yeah. <laughs> you know? They did that mostly for Nintendo 64, if I recall yeah. correctly. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. A lot of, and you could get the Pokemon Snap. Pictures printed out. Yes. Like that. Yeah.
1: I want that whole thing.
3: Yeah, that was fun. I do recall that. I have a top five of arcade machines I want to purchase. I will tell you them right Let's now. Hear it. Let's, hear um, it. Let's hear it. But, Let's hear it. <laughs> I want a Miss Pac Man machine because I feel like you have to start with that. That is just just a legendary machine. I want that point blank machine because it's my favorite light gun game. And I would love a Time Crisis one, but I feel like that's going to be too big with that big ass paddle and everything. That is a commitment. Uh, NBA Jam machine. I would love an NBA Jam one. And then Marvel vs. Capcom 2, which is my favorite fighting game. And it is a game that I would go to the arcade in Portland, ground control, and I would go, I was very did not have much money. And my days would be that I would go, I I usually have like $10 and I would spend like six or seven of that dollars on this little conveyor belt sushi place across Ah, the street. And then I would take the rest of my money and go to ground control, and I would play Marvel vs. Capcom 2 because I was pretty certain that if no one challenged me, I could beat the whole game off of you know my first top, my first quarters. So who
2: are, who's your who are your who
3: are your fighters? Oh, and that one, it's uh, Cable, Ken, and uh, Mega Man. Yeah. Did anyone challenge you? Yo, several times. And sometimes Uh, I would win, but the times I lost were very painful because I was like, I'm just out of money now and you you fucked up my day. (laughs) Now I got an hour to wait for this open mic and I'm not even, (laughs) I don't have any games to play. So, yeah.
2: (laughs) If you could make a game, Ron, Mm -hmm. if you could create your own video game, what kind of game would it be? Like format, Ooh. like style, mood.
3: I'd probably be just a fun adventure game. I'm a big fan of adventure games, yeah. so I would probably do something in that vein of Uncharted. Or yeah, I mean, like Uncharted is probably like my favorite series. Um, so probably something like that. Um, but if I could have another game come back, I would love like the, the Def Jam fighting games. So uh. it'll be fun if they could make a new one of those. I would love that. A good wrestling game of any type would be quite make me so happy that haven't (laughs) happened in many a year Um, and I would just like to be a voice in video games I was very upset to see that they were doing a Suicide Squad video game with King Shark and they did not reach out to to the one and and only true King Shark Um, and I've been making an entire campaign to get me into injustice that whenever they make another injustice game and and so so far you know I'm angry.
2: Ron, unfortunately, we're almost out of time, but we like to kind of end every podcast with uh, best game and worst game. So mm-hmm. I we kind of already talked about the best game, but
3: let's do. You have a worst game? There's a couple for sure. For me personally, it would probably be that Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle game that was on uh, NES. Teenage Mutant- Because it was so difficult and so frustrating. And it just was so rude to do to a young child of like, hey, (laughs) I only have very limited funds to spend on video games. And I trusted the Ninja Turtles that they were going to be there for me with a game that was playable and fun. And they said, no, go fuck yourself. (laughs) (laughs) You got... Struggle (laughs) to make it through the first level of this game. You put your trust in Leo and then... It it turned on me. It turned on you. (laughs) And then just recently, like a lot of, you know, uh, uh, licensed games have gotten better, very much to like the Lego games. and But there's some that are like just not great. And, and my son still loves them. He loves any racing game. He loves the Fast and Furious franchise. And there's this new game called Fa- Fast and Furious Crossroads. And it is a just complete turd. It's <laughs> no, a horrible no. game. It, it's not oh. fun. It, it oh, doesn't no. look good. It doesn't oh. play well. And of course... I was forced to buy the deluxe edition of this oh, game uh, because, it's like a hundred bucks. Yep. Yeah, so <laughs> oh. I. What hate did they come with that? Was extra more car? I didn't look into it. More cars, it. less cars. It, it yeah, actually takes like away game, from you. Yeah, like we'll, we'll, we'll subtract a few hours of the game if yeah. you <laughs> buy the deluxe edition. <laughs> oh. I think the test drive, test drive unlimited, or whatever the last test drive game. They also did that to me as oh. well, and I hated them for that. It truly Awful. did. Any game that makes my son come to me and upset uh, and that, and then in turn makes me upset because I did not want to spend the money in the game in the first place
2: <laughs> Doubly upset because
3: I'm like hey I read reviews why don't you read these reviews with me <laughs> but they don't sway he him care. he wants what he Gotta wants have it.
2: all right well and favorite game would mm-hmm. you say super mario 3 or would you what would be I mean I don't know what's the what's the pinnacle for you
3: yeah, Super Mario Three is my favorite yeah. game of all time. It's the only game that, like that I still go back and. Like I'll beat it every year or so. And and I'll go through and try to get through every single level, which is not something I would normally do with games. Uh-oh. And it just meant a lot to me when I was a kid watching The Wizard and and, and, and seeing the movie yeah. and being ready for it and then playing it with my wife. And so I think it's my favorite game of all time. But if you're asking me, like my favorite game recently. Yeah. Um, I mean, I really like this new Call of Duty. I didn't think I'd like it that much because I'm not a Call of Duty guy. I just so solid, so visceral, it's loud, it it hits hard, it controls amazingly well. I just feel like it's just a well built, amazing game, and it works just as well on like my PlayStation, my PC, whatever I play it on. It looks good and it works well on, which is not happening a lot these days you get some games and you're like oh if i don't play this on a one x i can't really play through this you know yes
2: totally totally very inconsistent from platform to platform these days i think which is like yeah i mean what do you think about i will say one thing i think about the little i played about the new call of duty i like the maps are great
3: Mm -hmm. mm-hmm yeah no they pick the best of the best maps and yeah it's kept me. I mean, I haven't been this. Uh, uh, I usually bounce off a game in a couple of months, or if it's a story game, I just try to beat it and I move on. Yeah. Um. But you know, the last game I played this long was Overwatch. You know, so I've, I've been playing this game, you know, for about 10, 10 months now, and and so that's oh, a that's it's, yeah, it's holding my interest, and I play every day. So and
1: I, I love that it's not a it's again it's not a game that you rage in. Which is good. So something you can kind of sustain and play. And, you know, we've mm-hmm. talked before about having like a palate cleansing game. Mm-hmm. Would you say that, you know, playing Fall Guys and getting, <laughs> getting a little angry is... Would, would Call of Duty be your your palate cleanser? Yeah, which is an interesting. Call of Duty is a <laughs> yeah. great
3: game for when you're having just kind of a bad day sometimes, and you want to take it out on some virtual people. Or if you're feeling kind of lonely, I think the best games yeah. this year have been ones that have brought us together and allow us to, um, you know, feel less iso- isolated. So you know, even though it didn't come out this year, my my two favorite games this year are Call of Duty and Animal Crossing because. Yeah. Yeah. They are the ones that you know help. Even they're, though they're very, very different, they're the ones that helped me get through this year the most. That's right. Yep. Yeah, I love that. Oh my god, it's kind of where.
2: Yeah, it's like community and and joy meet back on the other side. Call of <laughs> Animal Crossing, <laughs> Call of Duty. It's kind of like mm-hmm. yes, the full. Yeah. yeah. Well, Rob, thank you so much. This was a true joy. You are a a human ray of sunshine. And thank
3: you for brightening up Mm -hmm. our day and this podcast. Oh, it's a pleasure. Please watch my Twitch. If there are any gaming companies that want to send me free stuff, I want that. Um, Yes. It includes mostly that Herman Miller Logitech chair. So if Herman Miller (laughs) is watching or listening to this podcast, Please send me that twelve fourteen hundred dollar chair. I want it and I don't wanna have to buy it, but I <laughs> <laughs> If I, I will break that. down and get it eventually if you don't send it to me, I guess. CC
1: Logitech, CC right. Herman Miller. <laughs> and a point. Let's blank
3: make cabinet. it happen. And a yes. point blank it. That's right. Point. While they're at it. And I'm right. also again, I'm newly married, so send that over. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> you need two. Yeah. You need two so you
2: guys can play Super Mario uh, three together. There that's we go. absolutely oh, true. That's
3: right. His and hers Herman Miller Logitech chairs.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I love it.
1: I love how he plays Super Mario 3 together with his wife. It's adorable. It's so precious. It's so, so precious. precious. And definitely be sure to follow Ron on Twitch at twitch.tv slash Ron underscore funches. He plays games, he does live podcast recordings, comedy shows, and so much more.
2: And so much more. So much. I love it. Yeah. Oh, Ron, he's the best. Uh, I will say it is the end of the year. Mm. Wow. I know it can't come soon enough. This year has been a thousand years. It's been like a century.
1: I can't think of a word that describes how something feels like it's been five years and five minutes at the same time.
2: Totally. hundred percent. But looking back on this year, Mm -hmm. let's talk about our favorite games of the year. Is there anything that stands out for you, you know, as being like the pinnacle? Because- I played a lot of games this year to escape, so there's a lot of contenders this year for game of the year for me. Is there anything that stands out off the top of the dome Man, for
1: you? so I, you're, you're right. It's been a long year, and I feel like it's so hard to condense all of that into like a one pinnacle game that kind of sums up yeah. everything. So I... If I may, I think I have like three (laughs) contenders for different categories. You may. One new game that I've played that I feel, again, I don't know why I waited so long to play it, but it was The Last of Us. So beautiful. And it's just, it's so, so unique in the sense that I haven't had a game that really makes me take it slow that way. And really makes me get wrapped up in the environment and and everything. So that's a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful game that I've slept on for way
2: too long. That's like one of those games where I didn't want to play it because I didn't want it to end.
1: That's where I'm at right now.
2: Yeah, I 100% agree. And I'm so glad you're finally playing it. And for anyone out there who has not played The Last of Us, even if you don't like the genre mm-hmm. of game, it transcends all that, doesn't it? It just. It really
1: does. Even just through like the storytelling and,
2: yes. and just the beauty of the environment,
1: the music, everything. It's Performances. So worth yes.
2: It. Oh my so God. So it's
1: incredible. art. I would say that that game is literally art. Totally. Agree. So for that reason, I would say that's pretty up there. Um, yeah. Something that kind of like saved me at the beginning of quarantine, where when everything kind of started happening, uh, just to stay connected with friends, we would jump on Zoom and play Animal Crossing together. So I have to give Animal Crossing a notable oh, mention because it that's was adorable. it was kind of a daily ritual of we would do yoga together and then we would chill out and just play Animal Crossing. And it was just such a good way to stay connected.
2: And now you're not speaking to any of those people. And
1: now I hate <laughs> and then, all of them. Yeah. And, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> no, I love them so much.
2: You said it in such a way of just like, yes, uh, when man, when I was <laughs> talking to my friends and we were...
1: When I had friends, <laughs> um, no, it, yeah, it was such at the beginning, it was such a savior, but ultimately I, I will say, you know, coming back to favorite game of the year, despite the bugs, I have to say, I do love cyberpunk bugs aside and everything. I will say for such an ambitious game, they really have set a new bar for video games they really have in so many ways. And again, with it being so ambitious, I just admire that team so much. I admire the game so much. I admire everything that they've done for this. Um, and again, I'm going to put bugs aside. I think it is an incredible game.
2: Yeah, I mean, I, I completely agree. And, you know, we love to talk about artistry and we love to talk about how games are coming into their own as an art form. And I couldn't agree with you more. I mean, that it feels like CD Projekt Red has just raised the bar for what a game could be, mm-hmm. which is really cool. Storytelling, environment, world building is something I feel like doesn't get uh, doesn't get talked about enough when it comes to video games and they have, do a great job of the world building. Right. That's a great game. Looking back on the year, you know, like you were saying, obviously 2020 has been marked by the pandemic and, and, and in a huge way. And so there's kind of like before the pandemic and then during the pandemic and quarantine. And one thing that how my life really changed was not with friends, uh, but (laughs) was during quarantine, I started streaming every day and I would stream every once in a while before that. Mm -hmm. But during quarantine, I started streaming every single night for multiple hours. And so I started doing, just ripping through a ton of games in a way I never did before. And so I played More different games this year than I ever have in my entire life. And a spectrum of games. And
1: all it took was a worldwide pandemic (laughs) for you to finally dig into your games.
2: (laughs) Game of the year for me is this tiny indie game called House. And I've mentioned it before on the podcast, I believe. It's by Bark Bark Games, who only has made this one game. It is 8-bit, or maybe 16-bit. I don't really know my bits. But it's vi- the graphics are very pixel art. And you're a girl in this house, okay? And you have to, it's a basically a puzzle game. You have to do these things in order, or you'll get killed. And you die over and over and over in crazy ways, because your house is basically haunted. And so the whole point of house is, you have to figure out how to lift the curse from your house. And you have to keep your family members from getting killed by all these different ways to die. And I just played it over and over and over on my streams every night. And I just absolutely loved it. The music is amazing. The ways to die are varied and there's hundreds of different ways to die. It's insane. The story is completely crazy. I would just scream at it at my sister. I'd be like, I want you to die. (laughs) I want, you." you know, I'd just get so upset. And I finally beat it and it was like such a release. It was amazing. So House by Bark Bark Games, it's like $5. It gets my vote for game of the year. I love Cyberpunk. I love all these other games, but truly I think that game I played the most and it gave me the most joy. Otherwise, I played a lot of Alien Isolation again this year. I'm replaying all the Bioshocks. Those are always amazing. And if you haven't played those, play those. But we want to hear your game of the year, so. Uh, on Twitter, use the hashtag #GGNT and let us know your game of the year. Be it a cyberpunk, be it a house. But of course, if we use your answer on the air, we'll send you something free. All right. Uh, so there you go, little prize, a little, little free prize. goodie. So,
1: Everyone loves that. Well, we made it.
2: End of the year. Easy. I mean, there's there's still a few days left. Okay. So let's just knock on wood.
1: We got we got a, a few left. Somewhere. But thanks for listening another episode of Good Game, Nice Try. And don't forget, don't forget to rate it, subscribe, wherever you get your podcasts, much appreciated. And we will see your beautiful faces next week.
2: Good Game, Nice Try is produced by Jen Samples and Nick Liao. Our executive producers are Joanna Solitaroff, Adam Sachs, and Jeff Ross. Engineering by Will Beckton, with engineering and sound design by Hannes Brown. Music by John Danik. Thanks for listening.